Welcome to the Paradigms and Perspective Podcast. I am your host, Joe Simmons, and on this podcast, we talk about paradigms and perspectives and how people can achieve different results just by changing their paradigm and their perspectives. Let's get started with today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about paradigms. What exactly is a paradigm? A paradigm is a program a psychology, the reason why you think the way you think, and a thought pattern. There are five major paradigms. Fear, survival, limiting, risk and reward, and abundance. Fear. Let's talk about the fear paradigm, especially when it comes to health. They do everything to avoid risk. They're very afraid for their health, and they take all the precautions as much as possible. Then let's talk about wealth. When they're in fear, they usually don't amass amount of wealth. They don't take the necessary actions because they're in fear, because of risk. They're afraid of what could go wrong. And then in relationships, a person that has a fear paradigm is usually easily controlled by others. And they don't stand up for themselves. Hence, allowing them to be taken advantage of and to become victims and live a life of misery. Survival, the survival paradigm, which is the original paradigm that we're given at birth. Our mind is just a survival mechanism to keep us alive. It's not meant to do nothing more, nothing less. So in order for you to change your paradigm, for you to think, and for you to achieve the things that you want in life, you have to change this original survival mindset. Let's talk about health. Because the survival paradigm is about just staying alive. When it comes to health, this person will do the bare minimum to keep their body functioning so they don't have discomfort and they don't have to go to the doctor or seek medical attention a lot. Then let's talk about wealth. Just like in the health section, this person will also do just enough to survive. And when it comes to relationships, They will have cordial relationships with everybody else, but they won't live a life of satisfaction and joy. Limited. The limited paradigm. This is a person that places limits, controls, and systems in their life in order to avoid or experience pain. They don't like pain, so they rather put limits, and they don't want to experience failure and discomfort, so they will have limits in their life. When it comes to health, They're very picky about what they eat and they stick to nutritional guidelines. When it comes to wealth, they do enough that is within what they believe to be within their power. And then when it comes to relationships, they really don't like dealing with conflict. So once again, they will have relationships that they can have some type of control over or some type of normalcy where the conflict is very limited. The risk and reward paradigm. A person that has a risk and reward paradigm understands that if they take more risks, they're usually going to get rewards. And they're okay with failure because they understand that failure, or I like to call a learning adjustment, is just a part of life. So they engage in activity and they make necessary adjustments, continue to try until they get the reward or the result that they seek. When it comes to health, they usually want to be the healthiest that they can. So they would eat the right foods, they would exercise, they would get sleep, 
they would read, they would take care of their mental health, their physical health, their financial health. They would just take care of themselves in any fashion that they see fit. When it comes to wealth, they understand too, more risk usually increases the probability of having more wealth as well. So they're willing to take the risk. They usually be strategic and they usually have partners that help them achieve their wealth goals. And then when it comes to relationships, they usually have the best relationships in life. Now they understand that times are not going to always be great and every relationship is not going to be peachy. But they're willing to face the hard truth of conflict, reach conflict resolution, negotiate, and willing to continue to develop and maintain those relationships. Abundance, or what I like to call the 10% lifestyle. People that have an abundant mindset, they're very focused on the goal, like a heat signature to a missile. They don't stop until they get what they want. They're also very patient, and they understand that there are going to be trials and tribulations on the road to that abundant life. And they're willing to do whatever it takes. So if they have to ask people for help, learn new things, adapt, adjust, whatever they need to do, they're going to get to that abundant life. When it comes to health, they have the best of everything. They have the best doctors, the best nutritionists, the best personal trainers. They have the best coaches, consultants, anything that money can buy. They have the best because they want to be the best and they want to live the best life possible. Then you have wealth. They are masters of their craft, which allows them to afford the resources for a great health and a wealthy mindset. Then relationships. They have the best relationships as well because they've learned the power of networking and they also learned the power of reciprocity in which they help others and others help them achieve the abundant paradigm. Paradigm experience number one, which is what I call my teenage paradigm. I've always been very advanced on my age as a teenager and I've always been very competitive. And I've usually always won these competitions. But when I turned 17, I was in for a rude awakening. I got my first corporate job at 17, thanks to my mother. She wanted to teach me the importance of working and earning a dollar. So I got this summer internship working at her company in Sunrise, Florida. Now I also had the luxury of meeting a lot of new people. And this experience would be the experience of a lifetime. I got a chance to meet a lot of rich kids which growing up, I never really met rich kids. I just always heard about them, but I never got a chance to actually meet them. And like I said, it really was an experience of a lifetime. They learned things from an early age that I've never knew, and I still didn't know at 17. So it was really an eye-opening experience for me to learn from kids that were younger than me, but that was more advanced than me when it came to life and when it came to personal finances. This experience had exposed me to a whole new world that I didn't even know existed and it was less than an hour away from me. I felt like I was missing out on life and I couldn't believe that my life would change one hour away from my house in Miami, Florida. Now, there was also new rules to life and new rules to money that I had to learn about and I just couldn't believe that they had different strategies, and their results were so much different from mine. I was wondering, how could this happen? But at the same time, I didn't come from rich parents. So, of course, I wouldn't know what it was that would produce different results. 
I had a limited paradigm. They had a risk and reward paradigm, which was all the difference from this paradigm experience. Hot dog. The hot dog paradigm. I used to work for a gas station, and I had a store manager named Junior. Me and Junior did not see eye to eye. We had a lot of disagreements, and we had a lot of battles. Now, I think it was personally because Junior was felt threatened by me. I was young, ambitious, hungry, and I was also making friends with his upper management, which he did not really care for. Junior, took from my perspective, was running the store very badly, and I just couldn't believe how did he ascend to the level of store manager at such a young age and also not being with the company that very long. I don't know if it was because he knew the right people or whatever the situation may be, but from my perspective, the store was being ran badly and we needed a new leader. Also, Junior only cared about his paycheck. He would just flaunt about how he just bought a new car or he just got a new apartment or he was getting ready to take a vacation soon. So as far as he was concerned, the store and everybody else in it, he didn't really care for. Now, he worked the first shift, which was usually from 6 to 2. Now, he cared about his primary associates that were on that shift but other than that he only cared about himself and his paycheck so that inspired me to say hey you know what if he's running this store this badly then I could be a business owner I could have my own small business because I know I can definitely do better than what he's doing and since I had a lot of experience at the gas station with the hot dogs I figured hey I could start my own hot dog business I could start my own hot dog stand for that matter, and I had set the goal of 50k a year. Even though Junior was making the low 40s, if he was able to have a salary of the low 40s plus bonuses based on our production, then I felt that I was entitled with hard work, dedication, persistence, and resiliency to make and reach my goal of making $50,000 a year with a hot dog stand. USF, the USF paradigm. After graduating from Miami Dade College, I got accepted to the University of South Florida in Tampa, Florida, and I decided to continue my studies as a junior and graduate with my degree in marketing. While I was there and in the marketing program, I met a guy named Simon Amar. Now, Simon had mentioned to me that he was an entrepreneur, but now that I really look at it, Simon wasn't really an entrepreneur. He was a small business owner that had employees, but it was also very profitable. He owned a shop called Berryism Yogurt Shop, which sold yogurt and ice cream mostly to the campus kids at the University of South Florida and the residents of Tampa, Florida, and the surrounding areas. And like I said, it was very profitable. So I learned a lot from Simon, and Simon became a mentor, teaching me about business, about marketing, and about keeping customers happy. Gratitude and Humility Paradigm 2010 to 2012, I relearned two of the biggest lessons in my entire lifetime, gratitude and humility. I was working at the bank, and I took a shot and decided to become a financial advisor. I became certified, became licensed, and began on my journey. Little did I know that with personal issues and also professional issues, I found myself in the wrong position, and I realized this early, and I left that job. I continued to look for other jobs, but with no luck, and I started to become frustrated. So I found myself unemployed and slipped into a mild depression, and I wondered 
if this is what all life had for me. Throughout that time, I really learned the importance of gratitude, of not being hubris, and not being so highly of myself. I learned how to be grateful for the things that I did have, considering the fact that during that time, I didn't think I really had that much. I also learned the importance of humility, of also not getting too high off the ground and thinking that the sun rises and sets for me. It was a very humbling experience, very painful, very difficult. I would not want to go through that process again, but these are two lessons that I learned and I still try to implement to this day. I also learned the importance of teamwork. I thought it was, like I said, I thought everything was all about me. And it really should have been more about the team or the companies that I was trying to provide for and the value that I thought that I could have brought to the team. So, of course, looking back now, it was a huge mismatch because I was only focused on self-interest and self-gain and not learning how to adapt, which is the next didn't learn how to adapt when it came time to it. But one thing that really helped me get through this paradigm or get through this rough period of my life was I learned the importance of persistence and patience. Things always take longer than you normally expect. So now when I try to do things, I always try to give myself extra time based on this experience. Because you may think that, hey, I can just apply for a job I'm high-quality talent, and that these companies are just going to see that, hey, look, they should hire me. And that's not always the case. So persistence and patience was something that I really had to learn how to deal with. The harmonic paradigm, something that is not very talked about in today's society. It's not just enough just to have the finances, but in your relationships and your health, it's not going very well. It's not okay for you to have the great relationships but your personal finances and your health is not going right. Or even for you to have great health, but your personal finances and your relationships are not going well. You should be you should want to be balanced in all areas of your life. Or if you cannot achieve that balance, they should be integrated and they should be at equal levels of excellence. Now, 2020, this has been a year that has been very challenging and we had to learn how to adapt as humans. The quarantine taking place and with COVID-19 taking place, a lot of people find themselves in positions they never thought that they would find themselves in. Myself included, I thought 2020 was going to be a year of prosperity, a year of new beginnings, and a year of enjoyment. Well, little did we know, coronavirus had a whole different agenda for today's society. Also, too, to a uh, special shout out to Ty Lopez, the internet marketer. I love what he talks about his four pillars of life, which is health, wealth, love, and happiness. Now, Ty always mentions that even though he's a millionaire or a multi-millionaire, that he would rather be balanced in all four areas than to just have the money. Because a lot of people think that if you're successful, it's just all about the money. But you're not taking into consideration other areas of your life. So as I mentioned earlier, your health. You want to try to be in the best optimal health that you possibly can. Wealth. You're going to have to take sacrifices. You're going to have to take risks to achieve wealth. But what's the purpose of having all this wealth if you're still miserable? I had this happen when I worked at the bank. I know a lot of wealthy individuals, but they were miserable. Or their health was bad. Then love. At the end of the day, we're all the human beings. 
and we all really crave or desire love. Now, you may or may not agree with me with that statement, but I truly believe that we're all meant to love. Now, it may not have to be a a romantic relationship, but we're all made to love each other, and most importantly, most of us love our families. And then happiness. That is really what all of this is really about. Or, should I say, joy. Joy, the difference between joy and happiness is that joy is usually more long-term. Well, happiness is more frequently or in the current moment, should I say. So I would really strive to do things that bring joy to your life so that your life can be more fulfilling and enriched. And I'll end by saying that I love the quote or the philosophy that Jim Rohn came up with in which he said that it's not how many days or how many years that you live. It is how you live and the quality of life. Thank you for listening to the Paradigms and Perspectives podcast. We really appreciate you taking the time out to listen to this podcast. We really hope that you got some value out of this podcast and that this podcast will assist with you changing your paradigm and changing your perspective so that you can live the life that you was meant to live. And we look forward to seeing you in another podcast episode. Thank you and have a good day.